This week on The Word of the Lord Endures Forever, we continue our adventures in Acts with repentance that leads to life. First called Christians, martyrdom of James, Peter rescued, and when you pray but don't expect an answer. Join me, Pastor Will Whedon, for The Word of the Lord Endures Forever, your daily 15-minute verse-by-verse Bible study on demand. Listen at thewordendures.org or your favorite podcast provider.
reading from Ephesians chapter 4. Now this I say and testify in the Lord, that you must no longer walk as the Gentiles do, in the futility of their minds. They are darkened in their understanding, alienated from the life of God because of the ignorance that is in them, due to their hardness of heart. They have become callous and have given themselves up to sensuality, greedy to practice every kind of impurity. But that is not the way you learned Christ, assuming that you have heard about him and were taught in him, as the truth is in Jesus, to put off your old self, which belongs to your former manner of life and is corrupt through deceitful desires, and to be renewed in the spirit of your minds, and to put on the new self, created after the likeness of God in true righteousness and holiness. Therefore, having put away falsehood, let each one of you speak the truth with his neighbor, for we are members one of another. Be angry and do not sin. Do not let the sun go down on your anger, and give no opportunity to the devil. Let the thief no longer steal, but rather let him labor, doing honest work with his own hands, so that he may have something to share with anyone in need. O Lord, have mercy on us. Forever, O Lord, your word is firmly set in the heavens. unto you from God our Father and from the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. The Apostle Paul draws a sharp contrast between the old and the new. The darkened way of Gentiles and the way those who are now children, the way of those who are now children of the light. The characteristics of the archaic way are evident in the life alienated from the Creator, callous and hardened in unbelief. These are those whose lives are aptly described in Martin Franzman's hymn as a deathward drift from feudal birth aimlessly seeking fulfillment in greed that would grab what God has not given. 
and living for carnal sensation with no sensitivity to the things of the Spirit of God. Indeed, these are the living dead who can't get their fill of impurity of every description, but have no appetite for the word of Christ that cleanses us from all unrighteousness. Paul is doing more than providing an archeological dig into the vices that captivate the imagination of all of Adam's offspring. The first readers of his epistle and we today know these things all too well. The apostle is not interested in performing a post-mortem examination of the old man. He is not a spiritual pathologist investigating the way in which these sins have brought about death and then trying to figure out what could be done to prevent further infection. Over and against this old and futile way of the old Adam, with all of its entanglements and enticements, Paul does not offer a 10-step program. He does not offer a plan for self-sanctification. Instead, he simply asserts But that is not the way you learned Christ. Assuming you have heard about him and were taught in him as the truth is in Jesus. Paul draws us back to what we have received, to the catechesis that we have learned to go back to the old way, the Adamic path of unbelief and war against the, word of the Lord of life is to step outside of your baptism, to live, as the confessional prayer puts it, as if God did not matter and I mattered most. So then, the apostle exhorts us to the baptismal life. That is the ongoing life of repentance and faith. I think you know where I'm going with this because these words bring to mind the language of the small catechism. As Luther answers the question, what does such baptizing with water indicate. It indicates that the old Adam in us should by daily contrition and repentance be drowned and die with all sins and evil desires, and that a new man should daily emerge to live before God in righteousness and purity forever. The old life of futility and thinking, deceitful lust, 
and an unending pursuit of our carnal little deities is out of sync, out of step with who you are in Christ as a baptized child of God. The old self, which is to be put to death, not once, mind you, but daily, and we never move beyond our baptism. The way of the Christian life is a constant return and approach to baptism, as the large catechism reminds us. In baptism, your sins were forgiven, and you were put to death in Christ. You were removed from the kingdom of darkness and given a place under the Lordship of Christ Jesus, who died for your sins and was raised again for your justification. And this is what we confess in the small catechism. Jesus has redeemed us, not with gold or silver, but with his holy and precious blood, and then get Luther's clincher, that I may be his own and live under him in his kingdom and serve him in everlasting righteousness, innocence, and blessedness, even as he is risen from the dead and lives and reigns to all eternity. Baptized into the death and resurrection of Jesus, you are his possession. You no longer belong to yourself or to the world. You belong to him. You are imprinted with his image, given a righteousness and holiness that belongs to him to cover your shame and restore you to communion with his Father. The sins named by Paul, the darkened mind, lusts which lie by promising pleasure only to give pain, the greediness of fleshly desires, these things will not be Lord over you. Christ is, and you now renounce and reject these things, not on account of your moral superiority, but because they contradict Christ. In the words of the Lutheran theologian Werner Ehlert, for after faith has been born, it is impossible for him who has been converted by God to God to sanction in himself what he hates as sin in his past life. The old is stripped away. And we now reckon ourselves dead to sin and alive to righteousness. 
Remember the words of the Apostle in 2 Corinthians 5, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has passed away and the new has come. And I am authorized to stand before you today and say that the new indeed has come in the gospel that answers every demand of the law and gives you nothing but Christ and the forgiveness of all of your sins. What now does this life look like? It is a life of speaking the truth to one another. That is not telling lies about our neighbor, betraying him, slandering him, or hurting his reputation but defending him, speaking well of him, and putting the best construction on words, on his words and deeds. It is a life of replacing anger with mercy. Mercy shown to those who are in need, just as God in Christ is merciful to us. It is a life of vocation, not of theft, so that our neighbor's income, possessions, are improved and protected. It is a life that lives by faith in the promises of God and confident of the redemption which he has given us in his Son now lives in the freedom of the gospel, not for the preservation of the old self, but rather a life that is turned literally inside out, a life of fervent love for one another. It is for this life that Christ has made you his own. The old has passed away. The new has come. Amen. The peace of God which passes all understanding keep and guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus to life everlasting.
Our Father, who art in heaven, Since you have caused all holy scriptures to be written for our learning, grant that we may so hear them, read, mark, learn, and inwardly digest them, that we may embrace and ever hold fast the blessed hope of everlasting life. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Almighty God, grant to your church your Holy Spirit and the wisdom which comes down from above, that your word may not be bound, but have free course and be preached to the joy and edifying of Christ's holy people, that in steadfast love we may serve you, and in the confession of your name abide unto the end. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Heavenly Father, almighty and everlasting God, you have safely brought us to the beginning of this day. Defend us in the same with your mighty power, and grant that this day we fall into no sin, neither run into any kind of danger, but that all our doings, being ordered by your governance, may be righteous in your sight. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with us all.